Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. channel the place where we talk about our lives your lives and of course our guest lives and today is one of those episodes where we will speak to a very special person i'm stacy june and i'm christy mercer hello hello oh g'day how are you yeah pretty good how, no seriously though how are you going very good good very good living clearly feeling still you know a lot of unknowns but just wide open I'm loving that yeah. you were actually a different person like and not in a way where people are like you know, sometimes pe- it, like people give a compliment, but it can be like a backhanded compliment where they're like, you look so great. I don't recognize you. Yeah. And you're like, fuck you. Well, yeah, when what did you look like before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm not dissing who you were before or your approach before, but it is quite astounding to be around somebody as they like make a bit of a shift in their approach in life. It's quite nuts. I'm sure you could say the same about me and a lot of other people, but yeah. um, especially someone that you see every day, you know, when you were when you're going through a growth spurt and your parents are not people that saw you every day weren't noticing that you were tall no but people that don't see you for a bit they're like oh shit look at you you're tall I think in this instance though people that see you every day notice this personal growth but that's what I was going to say I think it's different I think it's even more so when you're seeing these tiny little increments day in day out day in day out well, not, this isn't about us. Like, we are going to get to a guest very soon. Michelle Chevalier Hedge, actually, she's a nutritionist author. New, like the the books just come out recently called The Healthy Hormone Diet. It was all about us on the show yesterday. That's yeah, what but, that was for the weekly catch up. Like, let's just see yeah, back to me. Yeah. Zoom back to me just for a moment. What love. is different? Um, I think your fluidity and your like ability to be like, oh, well, it's a bit more like water off a duck's back because before I feel like you would be stressing about it needs to be this and it was all from a good place um of it needing I don't know I feel like oh, you have always been the catcher where you're like no we've got to make this is that's shit Christy or what are you doing or it needs to be more legit <laughs> or you know awesome. you know what I mean like <laughs> you delight to be around. no but that uh, withholding that kind of um integrity with things yeah which is a yeah. like an awesome trait to have yeah but there's something different in the approach now where it's like it's actually not the end of the world if it doesn't. Not to say you yeah. drop the ball and things become shit because it's not. Well, I think you just start to – for me, I've started to focus on other things like that are, you start to get a bit of an idea of what's important. I think when you're moving so quickly and you're in the hustle and bustle, which we will talk to Michelle about because a lot of her clients or people that have come to see her are what she calls slender benders mm. who look like they're really fit and healthy on the outside eating, you know, a smoothie that they've bought from a, a health food shop mm-hmm. and are keeping quite fit via boot camp at 6am three times a week. Mm-hmm. But they inside, it's not so great. And that mm-hmm. was probably me for a little bit. I think now... I mean, you were never going to boot camp. Oh, fuck no. But I did. <laughs> Before I knew did you, ya? I did. Yeah. I even thought the other day how random it just popped into my head. I'm like, remember when Stacey was a runner? 
Oh, yeah. Remember when you are in Shep and you'd always talk about, oh, I've just come back from a run back in the day when we are doing podcasts? Yes, yep. I and do. I was like, that feels like a different life. It was. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't think I'll patch that back up on that, no. I don't, the running thing. I must say, every single person about how I feel you're different. And if you do want to know what we used to be like, you can head to our oldies. <laughs> but every single person that I know that has been around and seen your change is that they, people feel like you feel younger. Really? You have told me that before. Remember on the radio show you said, you seem younger and dumber. <laughs> did I say that? Ooh, you did. It's, so, it's, it's stuck with me, but I just think it's like the best backhand and compliment yeah, ever. Yeah, it is. Because there's I like, still stand by it, actually. It's, there's an ability to not um, have to pretend you know what the fuck you're talking about, well, which was basically my life. You're at your point where you're at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a truth. It's a truth. It's stunning. Speaking of truth, Michelle Chevalier Hedge. I've tried to do about seven segues into this quite, bitch. Well, she does speak truth, and it's not a. You don't get this kind of. Oh, yeah. Well, that kind of makes sense. Underlying with a lot of this diet stuff and the way it interlinks with hormones, mood, your, your entire kind of sense of being, I think. Mm. You know, as you were saying before, that exterior, got to have a six-pack, got to be running on all jets, all this stuff. When when we had this chat with her, and I know you've worked along with her quite personally mm. with the diet and stuff that you've kind of constructed, a lot of this stuff when she's saying, I was like, this makes sense. Why don't we know this? Mm. And she, you're right with truth because she, and she does it more like not a non-boring university mm. teacher where mm. she lets you know how you join the dots with how we get from A to B when it comes to diet and what it really is doing to our hormones and our insides. Yeah, she's a qualified nutritionist, an author, a presenter. She's got a new book out called The Healthy Hormone Book that I know that you're frothing. Mm. Um, we'll chuck a link for that in show notes mm. so you can get right across it. But um, yeah, I think I think everybody will find this chat really ins- um, insightful. Mm, enjoy. Michelle Chevalier-Hedge, truly one of my favourite people. Joins us on the show. Hello, welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. Hi, girls. Thanks for having me back. Oh, thanks for coming. Um, I was at your book launch recently, where I was able to meet some of your family, some of your patients, some of your publishers. All had very similar energy to you, which is kind of bright and open and healthy. There's mm. this kind of understanding of, or at least an understanding of what it means to be healthy or an aim or a value in health. You got that sense without it being daggy or too clinical. Yes. Thank you. I like that description. How do you achieve, like how do you achieve that in your personal life? Like what do you think are kind of three personality values before we get into the real diet stuff that you think attributes to that kind of personality or behavior? I love that question, Stacey, because I think that that's important. One of the biggest, the most important philosophy, personal philosophy, as well as my business philosophy at a healthy view, is not taking an extreme approach. I mm. think that that's really important. And there is a time and a place when people have to, health wise, take an extreme approach. However, for the general population, taking an extreme approach often means deprivation and I never want to live in deprivation and I don't want my clients to live in deprivation. That extreme approach where people are like, I'm cutting this completely out of my diet. I'm going this or this kind of food shaming yes. thing where people are like, oh, you're doing that now. I'm on the, you know, the, the fad kind of yes. vibe, which when you actually peel back the layer of on the outside, you might be getting around in your Lululemons and, you know, mm. cutting gluten out. But what does that actually mean? And is it actually healthy? And oftentimes it's kind of not. 
And and is it sustainable? I find that anything that is in in this box or in this plan or it's it's often not sustainable so we like to educate teach write our books write our articles so that people go "Mm, i can do this can you tell take me through that that process of wanting to pack a punch with all of the information you have and the challenges you have of people understanding how hormone and diets go together Excellent question. I wish everyone would ask me this question because most people will see the title of the book called The Healthy Hormone Diet and think, oh, gee, I wonder if they'll associate hormone with menopause or teenage acne. Whereas in this book, we're talking about all hormones. So most people, and this would probably be for the same in your life and for the listeners to this podcast, would be, what are their main concerns around their health? We would be talking about weight, um, sleep, energy, um, stress. So these are th- these are things that are common threads in people when they're looking for wellness. And I think in our age as well, it's weight gain and weight loss. You know, Correct. it's not the one stress. way or the yeah. other. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Absolutely. Anxiety for a lot mm. of us means that we lose our appetite. So in the book, I tried in very layman's terms through eight different real people, real case studies to talk about. So your he, clients, your actual clients. Real yeah. clients yeah. who have an underlying hormonal issue but had no idea it had to deal with their hormones. So for example, Stephanie, 28 years old. She's a slim woman, right? Very slim, not typical polycystic ovary syndrome patient which would be the stereotype well, is in, in the past a polycystic ovary syndrome woman would be a woman with excess weight gain uh, maybe a little bit of extra facial hair because what actually happens in polycystic ovary syndrome is people are taking on um, excessive well there's a couple of different reasons but from a weight pr- from a food perspective taking in hidden sugars mm. driving up their insulin their insulin is driven up so much, it also starts to drive up their testosterone. So oh, all of a sudden, hair on their face. Hair on their face. How interesting. So all of a sudden, these women develop polycystic ovaries, which are not truly polycystic ovaries. They're actually driven from metabolic reasons and insulin reasons. And the good news about that is that that can be corrected through food and lifestyle. So stay with me. So Stephanie's 27 years old. She's type A personality, very driven. Instead of nourishing herself with good quality proteins, good quality fats, slow, smart carbs, she was constantly eating foods that looked healthy, but were packed with sugars. So for example, sweetened yogurts healthy muesli bars that were packed with eight Mm. teaspoons of sugar, juices, um, smoothies that were packed with 22 teaspoons of sugar. Even like pasta sauces that you buy, right, that are pre-made. Or dressing, salad dressings have heaps of sugar. Stuff you don't know. Absolutely. I mean, And you are told, exactly as you say, I eat healthily. I eat salads and vegetables and pastas, whole grain, all this, and there's all this pre-packaged stuff, which I know you've heard over the years, but... Until, like me, and I had to come and see you for my own health, you don't... I was exactly the same. I think I, I was very a, healthy, but 
a lot of it wasn't me cooking it from scratch. But I think there's a mm. lot of connection between when you think sugar, you think immediately sweet things. Mm. I'm not mm. thinking that in a in a pasta sauce that's made of tomatoes. I'm thinking and about basil. Sh- you know, you're looking sugar at content. The, like the basil and tomato. You're like, well, what's in there? Basil, tomato, garlic. What else? Mm. Yeah, but it's full yeah. on. But I find the marketing of all that stuff full on. Ninety eight percent fat free. You know, and then when it says sugar free, but what else is making it sweet that it's not sugar? Like, if you're somebody that doesn't have much of an awareness as to um, what's you know in on the back of food labels or haven't been brought up to be educated like that or just in a freaking rush and you need to grab things for dinner like it can be a bit of a minefield the supermarket oh absolutely I, I say to people in terms of looking for these hidden sugars we'll, we'll, we'll segue back to Stephanie in a moment but when you're looking for hidden sugars on a label just keep it simple do three things one have have a look in the ingredients if you can pronounce it um, you're winning if your grandmother can recognize the ingredients you're winning then it's Mm. pretty clean food but also keep it simple and have a look on the label where it says sugar go to the number of grams just, she's actually writing yeah. this down. No, I'm, I'm actually writing this down. Just go, Sugar, to, grams, go yeah. to grams yeah. and divide by the number four. Divide by four. So, for example, in the leading honey light yogurt that's on the market, if I was to read the ingredients, they look somewhat clean. Mm. But when I go to sugar and I look at the grams, there's 30 grams of sugar. Just divide that number by four, and you'll see in that instance, it's seven. And then you say to yourself, how could there be seven teaspoons of sugar in a small little yogurt? Oh, so if you divide yogurt, by four, that that's will give a you the number of teaspoons. Oh, my God. Is that real? Yes. I've never heard of that before. You Holy haven't? Moly! No. So, for example, so now this is not a perfect science, Christy. Mm. So, But a roundabout. So, exactly. So let me give you the next example. One of the leading healthy smoothies on the market, which when I was working at Microsoft, running 100 miles an hour, burning my adrenal glands out, I would pick up a healthy smoothie, right? Now, if you look at the sugar grams on some of these healthy smoothies, it will say 15 grams per serving, right? Then you multiply it by the serving size. So in this Mm -hmm. one instance Mm -hmm. that I'm talking about, I won't name the, the smoothie, it has 90 grams of sugar in one smoothie. Because there's more than one serving in the whole bottle. Because there's more than one serving, right? So that's like saying, that's like drinking a bottle of wine and thinking that there's one serving yeah. in one bottle. Yeah, because they're like per serving, but Correct. who's just having... Yeah, there's this amount of alcohol per serving in one bottle. You're not thinking it's <laughs> no. one serving in yes. a bottle. Oh, that's, that's right. That's yeah, tricky. So imagine this. So just vi- I want you all to just visualize that right, smoothie, smoothie okay, cup okay, okay. in front of you. Yeah. You're drinking the... Blueberry blast, mm. you're thinking vitamin C, low sugar fruit. I'm killing and it. I've got to go to this meeting and I'm yes. just going to eat, drink this healthy drink. Because I yes. didn't have time to make brekkie this Correct. morning, so I have yeah. it on the go. But Correct. I did do boot camp and I have, you know, also yeah. done emails on the way. Yeah. And then you go, okay, what did Michelle say? What gives us a guesstimate of the amount of sugar? Well, 90 grams of sugar divided by four is over 22 teaspoons of sugar. In that one little drink. In that one little drink. So stay with me. So you have that. You're beetling around for the next hour. You've got sugar on board. 75 minutes later, 90 minutes later, heads on the desk, and you're going, 
what the hell's wrong with me? I have iron deficiency. I've got glandular fever. I think I have adrenal fatigue. When you don't have any of those, you just have blood sugar up, blood, blood sugar, sugar down, down, blood sugar up, blood sugar down, really creating havoc with insulin. And so the healthy hormone diet is all about keeping that insulin in a nice space of not bouncing up and bouncing down all the time. Because when our insulin gets dysregulated, we can create things like polycystic ovary syndrome that lead to infertility. Mm. There's people in the world that believe that they will not have babies mm. ever because they've so been don't diagnosed. Tell me Steph, so Stephanie was one of those girls. So Steph came wow. to me and she said, Michelle, I'm going to this IVF oh, she clinic. She I saw her at yeah. your, yeah. Yep, yeah. I'm going to go to the IVF clinic. I have to go see um, a, uh, um, I've been diagnosed with pre-diabetes, but have a look at me. And I said, Stephanie, thank God there is modern medicine. However, let's look at what's driving your polycystic ovary syndrome. You are eating non-stop sugar. You've just been lucky to be in a racehorse body, mm. right? Unlike most women, we look at food and we gain weight. You're just the slender ruster. You don't gain weight. You are rusting on the inside. Mm -hmm. Let's get a lot of protein. Let's get some good quality fats, smart carbs, start eating so much good that you don't have space for all that sugar and boom. Her insulin rebalanced. She has three babies. Now wow. she tells her own story. And it is enough to make anybody listening to her story go, that nutritional but, transformation yeah. is remarkable. But when, yeah. you, when you explain it, it makes so much sense, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like simple Simon approach. Mm -hmm. The insulin's up, insulin's down, insulin's mm -hmm. Mood but is up, what, yeah, mood is but down. why, why, when we are in 2018 and there is so much that we know about the way the world works, about technology, the way our bodies work, diet, blah, 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 why when something seems so simple, people like me, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, hear the word insulin and go, oh, that's that diabetes thing that has nothing to do with diet or polycystic ovary syndrome or um, weight or or mood or hormones why are we why are so many of us not you but why are so many of us still in the dark good question that is exactly why I wrote the book the healthy hormone diet because and I use the word hormone because I want people to start to realize all of these things affect all of our hormones. It, hormone is not about menopause and acne. Oh yes, it can be, but it's way more than that. And I think over the next 12 to 18 months, we will hear a lot more about the way sugar, insulin, glucose is affecting so many aspects of our body. I mean, you can even take a, a, a longer bow and talk about how extra weight, obesity, is connected to diabetes or diabetes, the combination of the two, and the links between that and cancer. With one out of 10 women here in Australia suffering from breast cancer, that's an alarming statistic when only 6% of breast cancer is genetic. Where the heck is the other 94% of cancer coming from? So then you turn to the word estrogen. 
So when we look at these 94% in this, this pocket, we look at them and we say, oh, have they been diagnosed with estrogen dominant or estrogen excess breast cancer? So again, going back to the hormone book, you know, are we keeping these livers of ours that are natural detoxifiers? Are we keeping them clean enough from excess sugar, excess processed uh, foods, excess pharmaceutical drugs? Are we keeping it clean enough so that when we use the estrogens in our bodies for our sexuality, for our skin tone, for our brain health, that we're dumping those extra estrogens like how do you get more estrogen levels than the average person Mm. there's so many ways stacy that um estrogen and progesterone and testosterone and and our sex hormones can be thrown off balance right there's there's many many different ways Mm. it can be from external um reasons or synthetic drugs because of different birth controls but it also can just be from purely stress levels right Mm. so super high stress levels this doesn't even have anything to do with food super high stress levels will steal that excess cortisol running around in your body actually steals a bit of your progesterone which is our calming hormone however what we know to be true these days is that food and nourishment can really affect those it may not be the sole reason that our hormones change and come back into balance or go out of balance but if we put food and nourishment into our toolkit we're winning just with our fork Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I want to talk about that because I am uh, a person that has done the diet mm. has uh, before the book. So you were obviously practicing it and living it to your clients and then put it in the book, mm. which is lucky for everybody because now a lot of people have said to me uh, when they have, you know, really felt frustrated and upset about endometriosis and bad period pain in particular is a lot of the conversation I have with our posse and people that contact me mostly on Instagram. Um, is that they can't afford someone like you or they can't afford, mm. you know, dietitians or these kinds of things. So the book, A Healthy Hormone uh, Diet, is an incredible resource for everybody that has fallen from those particular issues. But I want to ask you about what this particular diet has done for someone like myself 
and what it does. So essentially, I am a person that um, yeah has detected signs of endometriosis, has had bad period pain my entire life, and also suffers from anxiety and and you know has in the past had adrenal fatigue. Mm. So we sat down and worked out a diet, which is pretty much the diet yes. that's in the book. Mm. Um, and within, uh, would you reckon it was my first or maybe even my first or second period, mm. the pain, I'm going to put a percentage on this, I think it reduced the pain by 70%. Oh, that Whoa. is wonderful. Fabulous. Yeah. Anyone that knew me or anyone that would see me from the outside would never say I ate badly. Mm-hmm. No, so I never would. what did this diet do for someone like myself and anybody listening? What can it do for period pain and potentially endometriosis sufferers? And what is working? What's the diet changing inside us? You know, it's funny. Um, I think that's wonderful. Don't you love that nutritional transformation can have that effect on a body? I love that. So thank mm. you for that. Mm. But basically what we're doing in this book is we are dampening down inflammation, right? So we are removing on the 28-day plan of those delicious recipes and things like that. You're really just eating whole, clean food. You're eating abundance of proteins. You're eating abundance of fats and smart carbs. There's no added sugar. Added sugar drives inflammation. There's no gluten. Now, I don't like to discriminate against gluten because I come from an Italian family, Italian mother, right? (laughs) So, but in the 28 days, we remove gluten. Why? Because for certain people, gluten can be inflammatory. And when somebody has something like endometriosis, thyroid condition, digestive disease, digestive issues, all of those things, the underlying pathology, it doesn't matter whether it's thyroid, heart, digestion, osteoarthritis, any anything, the underlying pathology of all of those is inflammation. Mm. So let's remove sugar, let's remove gluten, and the other thing we remove, again, I don't like to discriminate, but just for a time and a place, is we remove or go very low dairy. So now you've got three things that can really affect the inflammation in the body. So we're just trying to dampen those things down. I'm the same. I've heard the word inflammation thrown around a lot, but what what does that actually look like, feel like? Like what's actually going on in your body? Because I know a little bit more than I used to around, you know, gut health and anti-inflammatory foods and especially hearing through a lot of the work that you've been doing with Stace and her diet. But when your body's inflamed, mm-hmm. what does that mean and what does it look like? What it what it means is that it's your body saying, hey, help, I, I, I need some love here, I need some healing here. So for example, let's just say if we had digestion that was inflamed, how does that feel? How does that manifest? Often something like um, heartburn, burping, belching, it could be combination of constipation diarrhea it is just mm. not working the way it should be and that's a big one you sometimes you're constipated sometimes your diet like yes. it's like can be either i always thought that it i don't know when people would say they're gluten i've had to go gluten free because i got things go straight through me i was the you know it can be lots of yeah, different okay. things yes I think. so how that what what that ends up looking like christy is people often will go to the doctor and say i've got all this going on with my tummy and trust me when someone has digestive issues and digestive inflammation they do not feel energized vitality mm. full of libido and full of spark right so they go to the doctor and the doctor 
says, mm, guess you have IBS. And it doesn't really explain that their, you know, their, their digestion is inflamed and perhaps by taking away some inflammatory foods, not necessarily things they're allergic to, but some things that could be sparking a bit of inflammation against the gut lining. Take them away like we do in the 28 day plan let your body calm, mm. heal. People should be able to dampen their inflammation just by getting rid of some of the things that we get rid of for the 28 days. Then what I want people to do is at the end of the 28 days go, well, wait a minute, I've got a lot more energy. My bowels are good. I'm sleeping well. My brain fog's gone. Okay. I've done this 28 days. I haven't felt like I'm in deprivation. I actually feel like I've been eating an abundance of food. I think I could possibly continue with this, but hold on, let me just do what Michelle suggests and let me introduce a couple of days of bread. Oh, wow. I immediately went from flat tummy to puffy tummy with one single change. I think the cool thing about what you're doing is the edu- like you're educating people about mm. their own bodies mm. and what food does rather than just going eat this way and then you'll lose weight or sleep this much and then you'll be like getting an understanding of what's actually going on in there and it would and be why. different for everyone too yeah i think it's so important you know in the eight case studies the first part of the book is eight different people 27 year olds 35 year olds 40 year olds business women or just stay-at-home moms or successful businessmen and and so what is important for me is for people to read those case studies and go Oh, that's what people have been talking about or nutritionists or dietitians or functional medicine doctors. Wow, I understand it now because Michelle's made it easy to understand and wow, is that an aha moment. So I hope that is, that's the way I see my job in the future is to be able to impart this knowledge without getting it too scary, you know, for people to, but people to see themselves or see their spouse in the book and go, wow, Mm. okay, I understand that now. We've got a question from uh, a posse member that wants to ask you some things about fibroids that we'd love you to stick around and, and answer for her on tomorrow's show. Sure. Would you be keen? Absolutely. And Cece, I just wanted to add that one resource that you had mentioned. I love that you said, you know, people, of course, are concerned about money and, and these these changes can be expensive. Uh, we do have a closed Facebook. It's free, mm-hmm. uh, but it answers all lots of hormonal questions. Really good banter. It's called Healthy Hormone Rebalance. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can request entry into it, but lots of great free cool. information. Okay, we'll awesome. put a link up to that yeah. on our socials as well to make it as easy as possible. Yes, Michelle. Um, but the book, A Healthy Hormone Diet, uh, can be found on Michelle's website. We'll put all of those details up on our socials, give you all the links of the ways that you can purchase it yourself. Uh, and, of course, do you do do you still see people? Like, is that a part of your practice at A Healthy View? Yes, we've got okay. a team of five nutritionists, mm-hmm. and then we have a whole team of IT people because we have some online programs as well. But, yes, we have a practice. Our practice in the CBD is actually moving to – well, we're moving from Piermont to the CBD. This is in we Sydney, have a, yeah. Yeah, in Sydney. We um, but that's a good point, Christy. We see patients all around the world. So Skype, and Skype, and yeah. Zoom. Yeah. So yeah. we've got four clinical practices in Sydney, and we see I would say thirty-five percent of our patients on Zoom or Skype. 
Mm, okay, brilliant. Cool. So you can find out more information about if you want to actually see Michelle or one of her practitioners at a healthyview.com. Oh, it's just such a delight. You're mm. such a ray of sunshine, honestly. <laughs> so tomorrow, join us for uh, a Posse podcast where one of our Posse members has written in, has uh, an issue that Michelle Chevelli hedge makes a living off fixing, mm-hmm. you know, really dives into all the kinds of issues like endometriosis, PCOS, uh, which is polycystic ovaries, and a f- and just a million other types of diseases in the body, particularly with females, that you're told is kind of the end of the road. Mm. She has some incredible, as you've just heard, insights as to how diet can really shift the way our body understands what we're putting into it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the Posse podcast will be up tomorrow. Speaking of, if there's an issue, something going on in your life, you want to ask us a question or a guest that we have in, hit us up on Insta, Facey, uh, via DM or hello at thinkagirl.com.au if you want to email. And if you love these guests, uh, these guest podcasts, please do share them. This particular one is packed with information that I think as we said a lot of people can't afford there's heaps of different people that are looking to find ways to change their lives in their kitchen without necessarily spending a hundred or two hundred dollars on seeing someone so share this podcast with them so they can educate themselves and coming up is Elena Dokic and Christine Forster Tony Abbott's sister but we throw a a bit of a, a spotlight on her in a different light so they're the kinds of guests that are coming up in the next few weeks that you can expect to hear from us yeah we're glad if you are a repeat or return customer, you're just coming back. Mm. And we hope that you're enjoying it. And if you're a newbie, welcome. Yes, that's right. But till tomorrow. Bye. You know what our favorite time of the week is? That is when we get to go live with you, our posse, and chat about whatever you guys want. We absolutely love going live on Facebook, but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us, the Thinker Girls on Facebook. Yeah, we get to say hello to you, give you guys an update on hashtag our lives, and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us. So once a week, make sure that you hang in on the Thinker Girls Facebook page to find out when you can find us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.